Hello everybody and welcome to the JB and I show. <laughs> I'm your host, Isaac Middleton, and today we're gonna be talking about music. And I might even throw a little rant in there. Yeah, I'm gonna rant about something today. <laughs> so stay tuned. I am alright y'all. So uh this uh channel, the I-M-E-Y-T-C <laughs> I'm Middleton Entertainment YouTube channel. We talk about music, we talk about fitness, and we talk about other. <laughs> other is a category that you choose for me to talk about, whether it's finances, whether it's money, you know, pretty much open to anything, all right? For the moment. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get this ball rolling. Today we're gonna to be talking about music. This channel is about music, fitness, and other. Other is a category that I leave open so that you guys can voice to me uh, topics that you wanna cover. Whether it's reviewing another video or whether it's just talking about something different, I leave other category open for you guys to make suggestions to me. All right, today we were talking specifically about music, but you can also adapt it for um, YouTube, uh, blogging, podcasting, and such like that, and you'll see why is it going to uh, uh, depth into the topic of today, which is basically uh, advice for entrepreneurs. Uh, in this sense, I'm talking about music, but as I said before, you can apply it to several other uh, uh, industries as well, podcasting, live streaming, um, gaming, all of that. <laughs> so let's do this thing, yo. <laughs> Community Radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM. Welcome to Rising Stars on Phoenix FM with me, Paul Golder. This is our weekly radio show and podcast featuring new and emerging artists from around the globe who we think deserve a little more airtime. You can get in touch with us by email at radio at phoenixfm.com or on Facebook and Twitter at phoenixfm. So let's get started. That was Isaac M and Clockworks taken from his album Calming and Relaxing Music which came out last month. Isaac started his career in Norfolk, Virginia where he was part of a group called N-Focus. He later moved to California and began his solo career there. He's had a number of albums and EPs as well. So check him out on streaming services, also on social media. He's at imiddletonent on Facebook, Isaac M28 on Twitter and Middleton Isaac on Instagram as well. Give him a follow if you like that definitely positive and calming music we all need a bit of that in our lives don't we isaac thanks a lot great to play you here on phoenix fm as always our next track they're going to be a giveaway at the end of this video i'm going to be giving away a fit watch smart watch uh it's like that one but it's obviously not going to be mine i'm not giving you my watch sorry but i will be giving away a brand new fit watch uh Stay to the end of the video to find out the details, okay? 
I don't do giveaways often because I don't want my channel to be known about for giving away giveaways because I can't afford it. <laughs> but I am going to be giving away a Fit Watch this time around and I hope you like it. It's my way of saying thank you guys for being here, for viewing, and for being subscriber to the IMEYTC, <laughs> the I Middleton Entertainment YouTube channel. And uh, I am your host, Isaac Middleton. I'm also known as Isaac M in the music area. And we're going to talk a little bit about the history of music right now. Uh, going back in time, uh, it was hard to get into the music industry. You had to either A, win a talent show and win it consecutively, get a, a community name behind yourself as a performing artist, uh, and uh, are, and uh, perform well in some type of uh, setting, such as choir or church. Uh, for the African-American community, the church was a place where a lot of musicians got their start and then they venture out into other genres. Uh, some came back to doing Christian and Gospels, other teeter-totter deck, they might make one album, Christian album, then go back and do another for an R&B and, and such like that. <clears throat> but it was hard to get into the industry during this time. And so you depended on these labels who had a relationship with the uh, radio stations, which was extreme, extremely popular during that time. And if you can get your song on the radio played, either what uh, hit or miss, or love it or shove it, you know, anything of <laughs> that type of thing. And if the community liked it, they would play it more. And that would be great for the artist. Uh, what I also need to touch on, because this goes into a lot of depth uh, stuff, but I'm not going to keep you sitting here for the uh, to stand here or whatever, listen to this for the duration. Uh, but there were a lot of um, hmm, unfair contracts going on at the time as well. So it wasn't unusual for the record label to uh, uh, give the artist stuff, but it would be in a record label's name. <laughs> so technically, not giving it is loaning it. You know, or they would front or, or give, uh, uh, I can't think of the, the, the professional term of it at the moment, but uh, they would give the uh, artist money, but it wasn't given. They would have to pay that money back in the form of sales or uh, such like that. Now, the more famous the artists were, the better chance it would be that they know they would make that money back. So it'd be easier for the record labels to be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna give you uh, $3 million. And at the end of that $3 million, uh, you'd give us back that money. I don't know necessarily if there was high interest or something such like that, but I know there was a lot of stealing going on. They, I mean, songwriters would get their songs stolen. Uh, pro artists would get their songs stolen. And it would be bold, plain, and in your face. And they'd be like, that's my song. I'm like, yes, it is. But you owe us money. And yeah, this is our song now. <laughs> Gangsta. So uh, that was, yeah, not good. Um, that's why there's a lot of rules and regulations in the music industry now because of what happened in the past. Now, fast forward to my era 
it was still pretty difficult to get out there as a musician. And the same thing applied. If you were an indie artist, you wanted to be known in your community, at least known in your community. Uh, regionally would be the great scope of things, you know, and, and that would constitute uh, a living because you would be reached out to to perform at various local community functions, block parties, uh, community events and such like that, like that, you know, because they would mention your name and everybody in the community would know you so they would come out to see you perform, okay? Which still is active today, but uh, during my era, a lot of musicians wanted to be mainstream because that's where the big money was at. And in order to get there, you had to build your name of uh, what we call nowadays build your brand. And so uh, if you're a solo artist, you were building your name, building your name, uh, whether you had a stage name or your real name or whatever. So for me, it'd be like Isaac M, get my name Isaac M out there, you know, or if I was going by Isaac Middleton, getting that name out there. Uh, if I had a group name like In Focus, get that name out there, you know, uh, that would be the important thing uh, in getting the community knowing. So when the radio stations or the shops or the mom and pop shops or the local community stores be like, hey, uh, Isaac Kim is going to be performing here next week. Come out, check him out. That's important. You know what I'm saying? So you want you want that as a musician because you want that your name in the community so uh you'd be popular in that regard <clears throat> but uh there were uh, uh i would say avenues of people to, to being able to deliver your uh work in front of uh artists uh not, not artists my fault uh production company and studios so that you could possibly get signed and signed it to a decent contract now there are horrible, bad, nasty contracts out there that you definitely want to um, get a entertainment lawyer to review. Now, if you don't know all of this, then yeah, it will look good on the outside and then you realize later on that even though you might have left that le record label, that small record label to a bigger record label and, and and doing well with this bigger record label, you still gotta pay that small record label that you were in because of the contract that you signed. And you'd be paying them for like the next 30 years or 10 albums. And so yeah, it was, just, it was ruthless contracting. And so you wasn't living off of uh, your sales you made in the stores, you were living off of your concerts or your merchandise sales, which sucked, you know. And, and there's so many stories out there like that. And so, yeah, the, the music industry can and is a lot of time cutthroat in that regard. And that's just a quick history lesson that I wanted to touch on real quick as I move forward to present day. Um, present day is really easy to get your music out there. It's social media, you can put it out there. You know what I'm saying? It's, you're able to do it. And mm. to marketing. So in competition, so the competition is way, way more now than it was before because it was so hard to get into before. Now it's, it's easy. Uh, I would say anybody could do it now, but technically, yes. Uh, but it, it, you also have to have a passion for it now because the competition is so strict and you have to uh, either hire somebody or know something about marketing because you still got to get your name out there 
And and if you don't know marketing yourself or to get yourself out there, then you got to hire somebody so that you can get yourself out there, you know? And, and I'm not trying to sell you a course, so don't worry about that. <laughs> Just buy my course today. No, I might have one one day. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you want to market yourself so that people know that you're out there and give them either samples or a song that they can listen to to get an idea of what type of music that you do or uh, primarily do, you know what I'm saying, or capable of doing. And by doing this, you will build a, a support structure. You will have supporters, people that will support you and get to know you and be like, oh yeah, Isaac M is gonna be performing here. I'm gonna check him out, man. I heard his song before, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. And they will convince their friends to come out and see you and, and you will do an immaculate great job and be like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's very important. And, and so, uh, and you don't have to worry about things like demo packs and stuff like that. Because back in my day, back in my day, <laughs> you used to have to do demo packs. And the demo packs can be extremely expensive. Oh my goodness. Because you would have to have not just your song or your album or your demo song that you're trying to promote, which is they usually want three. You know, you also have to have some type of a resume so you can show community involvement and a community that knows you and stuff like that and 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 community support you, <laughs> you know. So and and you also want um, um, a manager or an agent or a mini label that would be like, you know, help shopping you out because if they get you with the big record label, hey, they'd be like, buy me out for a million dollars. <laughs> Now, you, would, you as the artist, if they do buy you out your contract with the smaller label, you would have to pay that money back to the big thing, or they would be feel like that they can make their money back uh, over time uh, from you being with them. So you would sign a contract, whether it's two years, three years, five years, or so many albums. And that's what it used to be. Now, today, you can get out there, set, put your team together, uh, you being a musician, especially for an independent artist, a lot of things are not going to be handed to you. You got to go find it and build it. And that you, you do that through one way to do that is networking and collaborations and working with people, you know, and you might find a group of people and you guys might meld together real good and, and be like, hey, let's come together. Let's do this together. You know, I mean, we can still do our solo things, but let's see what it would be like if we do a song together and see if people like it. You know, let's put it out there. And you never know. And, and But that was from collaborating with people and networking and stuff like that. So you can grow your name that way by working with other people. Okay. And life performances. Now, because... Because we are in, are in the middle of a, of a, of a I dare say, a pandemic, uh, you're not doing much live performances as you probably used to or probably normally would, okay? Um, because of what's going on in the, in the world today. Uh, for musicians, a lot of their income, uh, our income, comes from live performances. And, and being able to sell your merchandise at the live performance and being able to sell your CDs at the live performance and all that stuff like that. They used to have 
I don't know if they still have it, but they used to have download cards and you would sell the download cards and they would take the card, type in the code and be able to download uh, your music. Um, and, and such, and you can sell that at your live performances or give it away, whatever. Um, but since live performances are not <laughs> going on right now, you have to find other avenues. So as an artist, especially artists of today, you have to um, have more than one stream of income. So not just your music. Yeah, you, you want your music to definitely be a part of it and hopefully be the big, biggest part of it. But you, have, you want other streams of income. And so whether it's doing promotions, whether, uh, 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 what's it called, sponsorship promotions, like, you know, you have a concert that's sponsored by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example, but, you know, Chick-fil-A will be giving you so much money to have their name on, on have their name on your banner, you know, and only we, and, and they're looking at uh, the, the people that you bring in and so that's what you can use as your selling point and your negotiating point of how much you're going to charge Chick-fil-A to put their name on your banner you know, at your uh, uh, concert or show. Uh, since they're not doing concerts, physical concerts that you go to, you can also do online live concerts. Now, and that's more technical equipment and stuff like that. But one of the good ways that you could do that is through TV. I would say TVT. That's a record label. Uh, Twitch.tv. <laughs> and, and through Twitch.tv, you can do live uh, shows. And you have the option there of your sponsors and stuff. And you it, it, everything would be like right there. You know, that's that's the easiest form. And another way is Patreon. You know, while you're doing your live performances, uh, you can have it as a Patreon and open it up to your Patreon people, you know, and and for them paying a monthly uh, uh, subscription, you, you, they get access to stuff or before everybody else get it, basically. They get the VIP list, you know. Um, and, and as I said before, it's like merchandise sales, sponsorships, uh, product placements, all of these are, are other forms of income that you can utilize uh, for your uh, uh, music, you see. And if you can get your music attached to something like a video game, a TV show, uh, video game, TV show, whatever else that's out there, a podcast, you know, where they're playing it all the time and everything like that, and also get your name out there and get you some revenue if you have it uh, distributed through, you know, CD Baby, DistroKid, you know, uh, TuneCore, all those guys like that. So those are a few things that I have for you. And my advice to you is do what you love. If you love the music, do it. Uh, and it won't seem oversaturated. Yes, you will have down days. Yes, you will have days where you want to just quit and give up. That's why you're doing what you love because even if you do walk away, you're going to come back because you love it. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. But if you don't love it, you're not going to last long. And that fl flows over uh, into podcasting and YouTubing and such like that because, yeah, you're going to have people that's going to laugh at you. You have people that's going to put you down and say, hey, you can't do it. Why are you even trying so you don't you don't uh, allow that to deter you 
yes, it will have an effect on you. Yes, you will think about it every day. But as you get your involvement from your supporters and your fans and, and such like that, that will give you the encouragement to continue to move forward. Will it take time? Yes, it will take time. Um, sometimes, like for me, I use myself as an example. Um, depending on what I'm doing, if I'm doing YouTube, there's so many views I expect to get because that's what I normally get. And if I go below that number, I'm like, man, what did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do? But And the same thing for my podcast. If I don't get the number that I normally get, then I'm thinking like, man, why am I not reaching the number I normally get? What's going on with here? You know? Uh, and so, yeah, that does affect you, but I continue to do it. Consistency is the key. So you can expect the JV and I show every Thursday by 7 o'clock. Every Thursday by 7 o'clock, you, you can... Uh, check a new episode of the JB and I show. And I want it that way on purpose so that you know when seven o'clock comes around, seven in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, JB and I show got a new video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I want. And that gives that consistency. So you know to expect that every week. Now I might post a little bit more, but you know Thursday at seven o'clock, new video. So uh, same thing uh, with your podcast consistency. You know, uh, I already and, and and communicating with your supporters, with your fans, and letting them know. Like, I do calming, relaxing music uh, every Wednesday at seven o'clock. Not every Wednesday. My apologies. Uh, once a month, usually on on a Wednesday, the week of the fifteenth, new music for six months, once a month, you know, and that's a lot to remember. But I remind you guys, okay, yeah, I just finished my last installment, uh, volume six <laughs> in July. It came out on Wednesday, week of the 15th at 7 a.m., volume six, calming and relaxing music, check it out. And I do that so you guys will remember, oh yeah, yeah, he did say that, you know. And I want you to check it out. I want you guys to comment, even if you don't like it. I hope you like it. But even if you don't like it, I want you guys to be like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, consistency is the key, all right? When you're consistent in something, you'll be able to do it, all right? Now, uh, now that you get your consistency down, okay, the next thing that you need to do is... Um, making sure that you have a good team about you. Uh, whether it's independent contractors or the musicians you're working with, you know, hopefully they're uh, have the same uh, concept and be going in the same direction. Uh, it's your music, yes. If you're writing the music, if you're writing, doing the music, doing everything, then yeah, it's your baby, so to say. But because you're inviting these other people in, you want them to be involved into it and you want them to be focused into the area that you want to focus in, okay? And uh, building a team is not always easy. And if you have another musician on your team, y'all need to support each other, okay? And if you're not supporting each other, then y'all probably not don't need to be on a team. Y'all can still be friends and still work together, but on your team, uh, you guys work together 
to promote each other for the uh, profit margin and for the consistency factor of getting you guys out there. Um, there's a lot of musicians, when you see one, you see the other one, you know what I mean? So one doing a concert, the other one might not be on the listing, but they're there. <laughs> and they might jump in and do a uh, cameo performance or whatever because they're supporting each other and everybody go wild because they didn't know that they were there, you know? But, but, it, but because they're friends and because they're supporting each other, they are there, you know? Same thing uh, with podcasting and same thing with YouTubing, okay? Uh, is it easy? No, it's not easy. Uh, it's hard putting together a YouTube video. It's hard putting together music. It's hard doing a podcast because there's a lot of planning come involved, a lot of uh, um, detail work, research, you know, a lot of research and then editing. So you got all this stuff that you're doing hoping that you put together a decent enough uh, uh, content that people's going to enjoy, you know. And whether it's that uh, format of a podcast, hello, all my podcasts are out there, and whether it's a format of YouTube, what's up, YouTube? You know, or whether it's music, okay? You wanna put together the best content possible, and you wanna grow over time. And, and as the people engage with your video, which, was what, which is what you want, you want the people to engage in your video, um, you, grow your supporters, which in turn will uh, increase your ability to do more and, and seek and find out what they like and, and then introduce new stuff to them and they will talk to you. It's that, that communication thing, you know what I mean? All right, and, and music is always gonna be a part of our lives, okay? Uh, whether it's in scary movies, <laughs> love movies, you know, sad movies, you're always gonna have music. And even when we work out, it helps us to focus when we work out, you know? Um, I always say stay strong, stay focused, and stay motivated. The reason why I say that, well, one I, the one I don't say is stay positive, but uh, I come to you in a positive aspect, so I hope, I'm hopeful that that is already implemented. Uh, but I say uh, stay strong because once you make a commitment especially for consistency purposes. You gotta continually uh, meet that commitment. And, and so that's that's staying strong because there's gonna be so much other things that you could do. Like, okay, I could be outside swimming right now, but I gotta do a YouTube video. <laughs> I could be at, you know, such and such party, which is always hype every year, but I gotta do a YouTube video. <laughs> I could be at such and such concert, but I gotta work on my own music, you know, whatever it may be, because it's always gonna be something else to do. So you gotta make that commitment. So you gotta stay strong in that commitment that you've made. You see what I'm saying? So if you have any questions, please ask uh, below. I have uh, affiliate links and links to other YouTube videos, links to my uh, merchandise and links to my music all in the description below. <laughs> so um, you wanna make sure that you stay consistent and stay strong. So that's why I always say stay strong, you know, cause there's always gonna be other options and other choices out there, always, okay? So stay strong. And see, I say stay focused because sometimes we will start in the direction and know the direction we're going and because of something that may happen, 
or it didn't happen will cause our focus to change. And when our focus changes, we're no longer on our mark. Our mark is here, but we're over here. You know what I'm saying? So you have to stay focused, okay? And then uh, staying motivated is the hardest part of the, out of all three, in my opinion. And the reason why I say that is because the motivation of something will subside as time progresses. And so as you endure more suffering and pain and complications of the decision that you've made, the motivation of that thing, of the choice that you've made, will become increasingly difficult, okay? But not impossible. That's where discipline come into play, okay? You know that you've decided to do this and you know that it will help you over time. You know that your consistency and your quality will improve over time as you learn. You don't have to be a grade A professional, make no mistakes, yada, yada, yada at first, but you should be progressing towards that. And even if you're grade A and able to do it best and you want to always do the best that you can, but you always want to continue to try to improve. And in that discipline, in that decision that you made for yourself, understanding that, yes, I enjoy music, I want to do music, I want this to be something that I can leave my mark. It's going to take work and it's going to take discipline, okay? And in that discipline is that motivation because you will find your motivation as you continue to do it and as people continue to support you and communicate with you of how important your music or your YouTube videos or your podcast has helped them over the years, okay? All right, I think this video is long enough. Uh, if you want me to do a part two to this, please ask and uh, let me know in the comment below. And I'll be, I'm going to say be right back, but <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Uh, for my uh, giveaway, I'm giving away a smartwatch, which is like this. Let's see, can you see that? Can you see that? Ah, I can't see it. There it is. Okay, I'm giving away a smartwatch. All you gotta do to uh, enter to win is subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Like the video if you haven't already done that and comment below. Comment on this video, let me know uh, uh, that you've watched this video or, you know, this video is too long, I ain't watching it, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, if I get more than five comments, more than five likes, yeah, I'm keeping the bar low. More than five comments, five likes, and five subscribers. Out of that five, one of you guys is going to win the watch. That's all I'm asking for is five. If I don't get five, then nobody wins. <laughs> it has to be five comments. If you're not subscribed, then subscribe. And uh, five likes in order to win the watch. Out of you guys, that's the that's a low bar. That's only five. So I'm five, five, five. <laughs> like in movies, you know. Speaking of movies, have you ever noticed uh, those movies where it was like five, 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 five? But like, yeah, no. <laughs> My number is five, 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 five. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for being here. You are awesome because you're here and you're here because you're awesome. And I thank you. Until next time.
Okay, I said I was going to do a rant, and I forgot, but I didn't forget about the rant until after I started shutting things down, but I'm going to do a rant right now. My rant is about <clears throat> big YouTubers that claim that they're small, all right? If you have 90,000 uh, viewers or 90,000 subscribers, you're not small, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you have less than 10,000 then you're small. Yeah, you, you, you. if you have less than a thousand, then you're really small. You're like really small. If you have a thousand, yeah, you're definitely small. You know, if you have less than 10,000, like 9,999, <laughs> you're still small, buddy. But if you hit 10,000, then you're medium size. From 10,000 and up, I say up to what? What would be a good one? Up to about 60,000, you're medium size, okay? Anything more than 60,000, 60,001, you big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all the way up. Now, you might not be the million and million and million, <laughs> but you got over 60,000 subscribers. You're big. I'm sorry. You have 70,000, you big. You know what I'm saying? 80,000, you big. For real. Serious. So, that's my, that's my rant because I got so frustrated watching some of these guys that were talking about that they are a small YouTuber and they compare themselves to have millions of, compare themselves to someone who have millions of subscribers and they got like 90,000 or 750,000. No, you're big, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so you know, 60,000 and less... 60,000 to what? What did I say? 10,000? You're medium size. All right. Now, you know, you're, you're in a higher bracket of the medium size, but you're still medium size. <laughs> but if you have less than 10,000, you're small. Okay. That's my rant. That's what I wanted to rant about today. I was like, man, this dude, they, they frustrate me because this one person was, I think they had 759,000 subscribers and they were calling themselves a small YouTuber. I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> You're not small, buddy. All right. And there was something else I wanted to mention as well. Um, I'm, I am doing a watch giveaway, but I wanted to make sure that enough people get involved in it. And, and you know, so that I can do a decent giveaway. So if it's not at least five people with the five comments, and if you're not already subscribed, subscribe and like the video, then then it's like uh, not a fair giveaway. If that makes any sense, okay. And it's a it's a fit watch, so it's not cheap. <laughs> Alright, so I wanted to give that away to show my appreciation for you guys and how much I appreciate y'all. Okay, alright. Until next time.